I have been the strong point for such a long time that this year has just kind of forced me into being me mm. and all the sides of me that I didn't want to show. And I think it's a beautiful lesson that 2020 can teach you. <laughs> well, <laughs> and you, you learn about the fullness that you feel mm -hmm. when you are fully yourself and you stop apologizing for different parts of yourself or, or mm -hmm. hiding them from the people who, who supposedly know you or love you, mm -hmm. right? You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by nutritional therapist Cassie Knavel and professional esthetician and makeup artist Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money, and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Rebel Heart Radio. We're kicking off Hello. the new year with a little yeah. look back. And we're reflecting on 2020 again this week. So we started at part one. If you haven't listened to episode 133 yet, I would go back and listen to that episode and, um, you know, get a gist of, of kind of the beginnings of these 2020 reflection questions that we're going to do today. But today we're not going to do any banter. We're going to go right into the episode and, uh, and get Give you it to me. part two. Yeah. Part two of our 2020 <laughs> reflection. So welcome. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> All right. I, I, can I start? I'm going to start. Because this yes, one is my yes. favorite question, I think. Cassie, what is your simple pleasures that you've enjoyed this year? Oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like, first of all, A, I miss going out to eat so much. I really miss going out to <laughs> eat so oh much. Gosh. Not going to restaurants has been one of... I mean, going to restaurants is a pretty defining thing for me. Like, I want to right. own one one day. By the way, I'm really glad I don't own one right now. Yeah. Um, and I... I, you know, having that in the future is something to look forward to, but it's been, it's been a tough year not being able to like be inspired in that way and enjoy it. And so I think one of those like just little simple pleasures is just like splurging on some real fancy ingredients when I go to the grocery store. That's been, <laughs> it's very Cassie. <laughs> That's very Cassie. I love it. <laughs> but, you know, indulging in like, you know, getting those dried porcini mushrooms that might be a little expensive, but they're going to make your dish taste amazing. Or, you know, my favorite, um, you know, like the best butter and cream and coconut milk and all the like things that I might not normally spend a little mm -hmm. extra on. I'm like, listen, we are not going out to eat. We're not spending any money on that. I'm going to buy the best coffee. I'm going to get the best butter. I'm going <laughs> to, you know, and then add some so little good. fun ingredients and um, like different produce and stuff. So I've been playing more in the kitchen and that's been a really fun, like simple that. pleasure. And a nice kind of, um, you know, I would say like substitute for being able to go go out to restaurants. Oh, I love that so much. It's like, well, I'm, I'm so glad that you have that capability because I think a lot of people that love going to restaurants don't know what to do at home. But you know what to do. <laughs> Got that simple pleasure down. Simple pleasures for me have been all 
evolving all along the way, but I think my favorite simple pleasure has been gardening. I haven't been able to really do much of that in winter, obviously, but like my back porch was like a jungle. I've never had so many plants in my life and they were like, I was like, my, I had to decide, am I doing too many things that take like nurture and care? Like, am I adding too many things to my life that need daily care and watering? But honestly, it was such a lovely thing to like go out in the morning and like water all my plants. And they did really well this year. And there's this one type of plant that had just always frustrated me because I love them. I love hanging potted plants. I love making them grow so big that they get all big and they drape really long. And I love the bright colors and I love that they're mostly full of flowers. And so I love hanging potted plants. And I feel like it was always a struggle for me to even get them through most of July. It's like they'd always get dried out and I just could never keep them nice. And this year I made it a pointed effort to like try new things to try to, and I, that sucker lasted all the way to October. It lasted through all of the smoke. I was so proud of myself. And so I think gardening and um, just pretty gardening, like I, I didn't really lean into the like, this garden is going to feed my family. Like it was like, I want to have pretty plants and I'm gonna have fun with it. And I'm gonna sit on my back porch and I'm gonna enjoy it. And I did. Mm. <laughs> I love, I love hearing you be like, I'm gonna have fun, like forced, <laughs> forced fun. It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Well, cause it's such, it has to be such an intentional thing this year. And so yeah. So we went and it was harder to get plants this year than it's ever been for obvious reasons. And so we had to try new things and, you know, be socially distanced while we went places. And um, I've really loved getting to know succulents better. And so I have probably three times more succulents than I had in, in 2019 and in 2020 because you can like have succulents shipped to you. And so I had these really exotic succulents shipped to me. And so I've had a lot of, lot of fun with those. And we're kind of seeing how they winter over. It's going to be interesting to see how they go. But maybe I'll do this again in the spring. And then I'll have fun for like seven, eight months out of the year. And it'll be great. <laughs> oh, my so. gosh. I am that person whose plants are alive because of their partner and their mommy. Like, <laughs> like my mom. I like having plants in the house, but my mom mm -hmm. waters them. I mean, she's not at our house as much now since we are bringing little man over to her so much to do preschool. Mm -hmm. But uh, Josh, yeah, if the if he doesn't water the plants, they don't get watered. I we I don't know what they're gonna be like when we get back. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? Oh gosh, I mean, this time of year is kind of weird with plants anyway. So not yeah, the flight. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. And we will have been gone for thirteen days when we get back this next week. Mm. So yeah. That's so lovely. Yeah, it is lovely. I was like, take me with you. But <laughs> my uh, my plants are definitely not a priority in my life. That's for sure. <laughs> I've definitely let a few die, but I've had a lot. But it's okay because you're having fun. I am. And I, I purposely was just like, yo, plant, you are not working out in my house. I like I thought you would. So I mm. love you. Mm -hmm. I release you to the dirt. <laughs> so good. Mm, That's fun. What, so what, what, this is actually another fun question. So what, what was your favorite purchase of the year? and why oh my gosh my favorite purchase of the year I this is it's a pretty big one but I would say our Volvo SUV <laughs> it has opened up your world it man. has opened like, up our world so much I mean this is it's such a big deal like we paid cash for this car it's a used car but it's the first mm -hmm. vehicle we've ever paid cash fully for Amazing. and 
it felt so good so that's like a thing and then also so that's a thing <laughs> that's a thing and then also you know it just like it freed us to be able to do these road trips like we didn't really do any mm-hmm. road trips this year until after we purchased the volvo and mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing special i think it's like a 2000 i can't even remember what year it's like 2011 or something um <laughs> volvo xc60 but it's got room in the back for the dogs and mm. room for a little man and everybody has space and we put the pot on it for traveling and for the winter and stuff and it just it feels good to be able to take our life to a different place as we <laughs> need to and enjoy that autonomy that my job allows us and you know the breaks that that Josh's job allows him so mm. That's so been a really, lovely. really, that. that was a good purchase, man. That was a really good purchase. And we had, <laughs> we, it was in the shop for a bit. Like we knew we were going to have to put some money into it for repairs, but we're still like below Kelly Blue Book on it, even after having to put like a couple grand into it, which again, Amazing. we knew when we bought it, um, mm. but we got such a great deal on it. So that felt really good. What about you, Jen? Uh, Your favorite purchase of the year and why? Um, To be honest, I didn't do a ton of big purchases. I, but the, the one that... It wasn't a huge purchase for me, but has made the most impact on me, believe it or not, is I decked out my studio to be more like an office. So I like refinished something that I already had that I thought I was, I tried to get rid of for years. I tried to get rid of this little like oak, orangey oak entertainment center that is super antiquated. I didn't need it anymore. I tried, it's been in my garage for a few years and I've tried to get rid of it. Nobody bought it. And it's a beautiful piece of furniture, but it's just not very like updated and I was like, I either have to refinish it or I have to get rid of it. And um, I took the time to refinish it. But what goes on it is the purchase that I'm most happy with this year. And um, I bought myself like a cheapo 32-inch TV, and but it's a smart TV with a sound bar. And I can't tell you how lovely it is to walk into my studio. And um, I, what I started to do was come in in the morning and turn everything on so it would, the space would heat up because it's in my garage. If you guys don't know, I have like this like room in my garage that my husband made me that's basically it gets called my Dexter room because it's surrounded by greenhouse um plastic but it's like three wood walls and but it's like covered in greenhouse plastic and so it can get warm like it can stay like 72 degrees in here when it's snowing outside like I can keep it pretty warm which is amazing and it's so fun to come in here turn everything on and then come back out after I've made like my morning tea and like had some breakfast and come back out and turn on my TV to Spotify and just have music play and like having a candle burning. And um, that was a surprise. I didn't expect that because I play music from my laptop or from my phone, but I have like a sound bar in here now. Like it like I'm such an audiophile. Like I I love good sound so much that it's made such an impact on me this became like christmas central in here so i came in and wrapped presents in here and i would turn it on and like like i just it feels so lovely to have that in here and i've watched movies with my daughter in here and we've had like girls night movie nights because as you guys can imagine there's limited space and that means that you know one person gets the tv you know it's like there's (laughs) but i can come out here and i can watch like girly Disney princess movies and snuggle up and turn up the heat. And anyway, so it's been a really lovely um, piece of technology that I didn't know I needed. (laughs) That's awesome. Bought it on a whim. Yeah. And a whim that ended up, I mean, serving you really well for the rest of the year, which is really cool. Yes. And it's going to continue to. I think we're all seeing 
like these little creature comforts and needs pop up that we never would have recognized. I mean, for me personally, at least like so many of those little things, I'm just recognizing like, oh, I probably should have had this a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> but right. I'm only mm-hmm. realizing it because it's like slapping me in the face because I'm literally always <laughs> at my house. <laughs> Can't function without it now. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got some some little bit more juicy questions. Ooh, juicy. That we're going to dig into. And um, this is like a a gratitude driven one that I Mm. added to the mix here that I'm I'm really excited to to ask and answer. And it is, um, who do you need to thank for their role in your life this year? Oh, man. For me, this one might sound a little cliche, but now that you guys have listened to part one and you know a little bit about what, you know, growing points I've had this year. Uh, I have to thank my husband for this, like his role that he's played in my life this year, because um, I think I surprised the crap out of him several times this year with my opinions on things and my thoughts. And I've had to explain myself more and more and more this year. We've been married, like guys, we've been married 15 years. We've been married long enough that it's like, it's tough to surprise somebody at this point. You know what I mean? And um, you realizing that I needed to communicate more, he easily, easily could be just totally, he, several times he was just like, how did I not know this about you? And I'm like, well, I just didn't tell you. Like, that was just a side of me. I just didn't tell you. And um, I have probably been a rather roller coaster this year. <laughs> it's been a little emotional. It's been a kind of an emotional year. And um, he has just really made me feel so emotionally safe during this time that when everything else has felt not emotionally safe like Mm. (laughs) this everything in this year has felt so like I don't know how to express this and how do I tell people that and like do I feel comfortable telling them my opinion on this and like do I you know this whole year has been just a lot of like I don't know where people stand anymore with certain things and I just felt massively uncomfortable this whole year, but through every new bit of information, he's, he's an Enneagram five. He really appreciates data and he really appreciates like knowing things. And so I just, I don't know. I just was, I'm, I really have to thank my husband for his, for his role in my life this year, because I feel like this has been like jet fuel growth that I wasn't ready for, nor did I ask for. And he just, was along that ride for that year for the the whole year but who do you need to thank for their role in your life this year oh gosh um how many (laughs) so many people (laughs) I know it was really hard for me to say one I know I I think I have to say my mom um Mm. yeah it's been it's been a really I mean for everyone out there it's been a really hard year we've had a lot of privilege experience this year based on you know my job and my mom's profession and everything and being able to do preschool with her but just having her just roll with whatever we've needed as a family mm-hmm. we just I mean at this point physically she's our only support and mm-hmm. you know we're kind of self-quarantined if you guys are new or fresh to the podcast hi welcome <laughs> um hi. I have um our quarantine crew is basically you know myself my husband my son my mom and my brother and my mom does all of the preschool and daycare for us and anytime we've needed something extra we just 
barely even have to ask and she is just like yes okay do you need an overnight okay yes okay he wants you know if we're gonna have little man stay the night or you know if i'm needing some extra support and she's like you know what just don't even make dinner just when you come to pick him up come and i will make dinner for everybody just things like that and she's oh. making sourdough for like i haven't made sourdough all year <laughs> everyone's oh, like mastering so their sourdough in in 2020 and i'm like not touching it right <laughs> but my mom my mom you know i taught her how to make sourdough and now she's making it for us which is amazing that is amazing so just i mean things like that um and she's just we we know each other better than we i think ever have Mm -hmm. and feeling seen by my mom is just one of the best feelings and not like i didn't necessarily before but i just didn't really let her know me I mean, if we mm-hmm. can geek out on the Enneagram for a minute, like mm-hmm. the common childhood wound of the eight is being blindsided. That for me was my dad. And then, and, and I won't get, if you guys want to learn more about that, you can go way back. I think it's like episode 44 or something. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of, of eights who end up rejecting that kind of nurturing caregiver in their life and for me that was my mom and it wasn't a full rejection of her it was just the rejection of the nurturing Mm -hmm. and so I really pushed her away for a lot a long time and she didn't really understand why it was that self-protection piece so just this last year like having her be some like such a safe and strong place for me to be able to just soften and be fully myself has been really really important Mm. (laughs) You know, we have a lot of similarities in our thinks, like, you know, being our full selves when it's tough to be your full self Mm -hmm. or when you didn't fully express it before. And I mean, obviously you have a longer relationship with your mom than I have with my husband, but they're both long relationships. They should know us the best because time, right? Quote unquote. But, um, it's been a, it's been a really wonderful thing to be able to, um, open up and be all the sides of me that I didn't want to show people because it felt ugly or unsure or um, not strong. And um, I can relate to it on that front. I have been the strong point for such a long time that this year has just kind of forced me into being me Mm. and all the sides of me that I didn't want to show. And I think it's a beautiful lesson that 2020 can teach you. (laughs) (laughs) well and you you learn about the fullness that you feel Mm -hmm. when you are fully yourself and you stop apologizing for different parts of yourself or or hiding Mm -hmm. them from the people who who supposedly know you or love you Mm -hmm. right um Mm -hmm. so it's yeah the journey to self-knowledge is (laughs) it's literally the longest one you'll ever have and it just will continue forever and ever And like I, you know, like I said at the top of this, like we, we haven't, we have not arrived. We have not figured it all out. It's just been this interesting journey of self knowledge and reflection that has sent us into some really interesting places. And I think for me, when I hear about these lessons from other people, it's really impactful for me. So, okay, let's go. I really want to dig into this next question. Okay. Which is which moments of 2020 would you like to actually remember because i feel like most of us would like to forget 2020 ever happened but which which moments would you like to remember oh specific moments 
Um, you know, this year, um, I, it's kind of tough because, like, my husband lost his job, got his job back, but not quite like what he had before. And, like, my kids left school, came to school. Like, like there was just so much transition through this year that it's hard to, for me to think about moments that I'd like to keep. Um, this one is one that I think is the kind of the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, this was um, maybe more of a string of moments, but it's one thing. Is um, My next door neighbors is this cute 14-year-old girl named Maddie. I adore her, and I can't imagine what it would be like to be a sophomore in high school right now. <laughs> um, you know, you're just starting to drive. You maybe just got a phone you know, your friends are all spread out and you, you live for extracurricular activities and your identity is wrapped up in it. And she's lost all of it. She's a um, dancer. She's into dance team. And in September, we had these cute little girls move in next door, like across the street. And we have been like quarantining with our neighbors next door, essentially. Like we, we set parameters around, we don't like socialize all together, but our kids play together out front. You know what I mean? Like they'll play together outside as the weather's gotten colder. We allow them to play with masks and it's a little more protected as much as you can. But Maddie, I just, I don't, I'm so thankful for her in the moments that she's created. And it's been fun to watch. She has been basically creating like a dance camp for these little girls that are like seven, and um, two seven-year-olds and a 12-year-old. And they've been putting on holiday recitals for us this year in the road outside our house. <laughs> that's like, adorable it's the most adorable thing ever and she does a pretty darn good job at it like surprisingly so and the girls look forward to it every day they practice every day and the 12 year old across the street and as she is a really talented gymnast she's like a level four or maybe I think she's a level five gymnast she is buff like she has the most buff shoulders I've ever seen on a 12 year old like she's a talented gymnast and then we got Maddie who does dance and they create these just fun safe routines and like with costume changes and like I I just can't it's just been the most delightful thing we had a Halloween performance a Thanksgiving performance and a Christmas Eve performance and I think they're working on Valentine's and I told them I'm like you guys can space it out you don't have to like jam it all close but they love it so much and all of us neighbors gather in our driveways <laughs> and on Christmas Eve you know it gets dark so early and both of these moms work and so they couldn't on they both worked on Christmas Eve my neighbors and um and so we had to have the recital after dark and the girls were just in a panic about it because they were like my mom can't miss it and I was like guys I have the best recording equipment I will record a best like ever and what we ended up landing on was we had a Christmas Eve performance and we turned all of our cars to face them with our car lights on yeah and we all sat in our bundled up like we might as well might as well have been skiing gear sitting in these chairs in our driveways watching these little cutie pies just bring some holiday spirit to us and I think those are some moments that I don't want to forget is you know yelling Merry Christmas and Happy Halloween and you know Happy Thanksgiving to my neighbors from their respective driveways and us all coming together to just do what we can for our kiddos and give them something you know, give them mm. something because all their gyms are closed. All of, like the gymnastics gyms are closed. The dance studios are closed. The teams are dissolved. Like there's just not, you know, a whole lot of anything there for them. And that just, I will forever, I will never forget these little moments and performances and watching them practice. It's just, 
it's been a really lovely thing for this year but <laughs> i know it's kind of an all moment but what about you what are some moments that you don't want to forget you, you'd like to remember I, you know, I would say these, these family road trips have been, you know, so many good moments on them and forced like family time in an even more confined space than our 700 square feet, <laughs> right? <laughs> <thought> about that <laughs> Which is so Ooh. funny to think about. Like we're, why are we doing that to ourselves? Um, <laughs> At least we like each other. That's good. We do. And every place we've stayed at has been significantly bigger than our own house. <laughs> um <laughs> But I, I, there's been so many fun, just kind of moments where we all were in awe of nature. And mm. I think that moment, that kind of moment is just really ever present in my mind just right now. Like we were at Arches National Park this morning and doing a hike and looking at the beauty around us. It's, it just puts everything into perspective, including this mm. pandemic and being stuck at home and just the, still the immense privilege that we all have in the position that we're in. And I, I would say, you know, for speaking for my family. And mm. so, and lots of fun, beautiful little moments, you know, as, as parents, when your, your kid says something or has like a connection or a realization or they, they're growing and they say something that you're just like, not like that it's cute. It's like really smart or it's just like, yeah, shows you how much they're growing up. And you just look at each other and you're like, I know. Like, just have that. Wow. We've had so many of those this year and specifically on on this trip too, which has been Mm. just a huge, huge, huge blessing for for us and definitely a bright, a bright spot in a relatively. Are you taking lots of pictures? Yeah. I mean, you know, not that many. I'm not that person (laughs) who just like, I'm, I like to be in it and seeing it and all of that. Mm -hmm. But yes, we got little man, a, um, like a Fujifilm version of a Polaroid camera for Christmas or no, it's for his birthday. So his birthday is on the 21st of December and which is like right before Christmas. So we try to make it feel really special. So we got him a camera for this trip and we should have gotten him way more film because a five-year-old you go through a, it like super fast <laughs> yeah. and they have no like selective process when it comes to like which pictures to take <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um but he has said that he wants to be a photographer that's his current kind of narrative when he grows up he wants to be a photographer oh and a builder gosh. i know oh my god so sweetie so we got him a little Aww. camera and he's having a lot of fun with with that but yeah Aww. he's He's the best. I know. Being a mama is very, very good for me. Let's just say that. So, okay. Let's, what, what would you, how, okay. This is a little bit more like overarching question, but how would you like to remember 2020? Oh man. I'd like to remember 2020 as like the year of like a huddle. (laughs) It felt like this just massive, like, you know, a huddle it just feels so intentional like I always think about like watching the Mandalorian in my living room with my family every week and like being with them every single day and um just the the constant need for like download and like resharing and like talking together so I think it's kind of just community within my family whereas I think in previous years um, before COVID it's so easy to seek external experiences we've had to look for internal experiences within our home and with our family that um, I may not have pursued at these ages for my children because at seven and ten I mean my Paxton's almost 11 it's I feel like 
for me, that was the most exciting time in my life because I was just experiencing so many cool things. Like I was doing cool things and seeing cool things. And um, that kind of all had to change and go away. You know, it had to like that idea. And so it turned into, well, how can we have experiences and things here? And that's just been really lovely. I will always remember as the year of like coming together, you know. Mm. What about you? We all kind of had to. Yeah. (laughs) I, for me, I would say 2020 was the year of just a lot of clarity around not just like Mm -hmm. what I want. I've had a lot of clarity around what I want for a long time, but clarity for our family on like what we want as a family. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, Mm -hmm. to your point, a lot of removal of distractions has happened because those distractions and, and distractions in the form of other people's expectations on your time as well those have been kind of stripped away and so I think it's been really really telling in that way just being able to get even more clear on how we want to be spending our time as a family as individuals Mm -hmm. all of that has been really really good a good bright spot of this year and a hard one but still good so yeah still good hard but good okay (laughs) last question how would you like to feel at this time next year miss genevieve i'm so bad at future projections um (laughs) i think this time next year um i would like to feel more calm like i i darn near i did i did so much differently this year this calendar year in a good way but now i want to like keep implementing it and keep having that calm and that peace through 2021 and part of that is just allowing things to flow in and out and feelings to come and go and experiences to come and go and just allow things to just be (laughs) and just have that calm and that peace in 2021 because um, I think for such a long time I feel like I've been fighting for things and I think there's wisdom and a time and a place for that but I feel like it's my time to just allow for ease and flow and peace and um implementation and just do like if that makes any sense at all i think it does i think it, I think it does for sure. such a philosophical answer but <laughs> i would just yeah i just want to feel ease and flow because this year has been such a massive leaps and bounds and growth and I got a glimpse of it around this holiday season. I looked at my husband on Christmas Day and I did like nothing. I didn't even have a desire to look at my presents. After I opened them, <laughs> I sat in the recliner with my weighted blanket and my tea. And I I was like, is it weird that I just have no, I have no desire to do anything but just lay here? He goes, that sounds right for you. That sounds good. <laughs> and he literally oh, took care guy. of everything. Like he did everything. <laughs> like. <laughs> so it was just I don't know like it was and I and I had this moment with myself where I was like this is how I want to feel this is how I want to not that, that mm. it's always that I need to rest because that was only for maybe like six hours of the day but I never do that and it felt right for that day so I want to evaluate each day and see what feels right maybe I want to go for a run or I want to like work extra hard at something that day I want to lean into that because that feels flow that feels good Mm. like 
flow flow doesn't necessarily mean like lack of activity it means feeling flow in whatever you're doing whether that's resting or playing or doing or what have you yes and I do a lot of shooting on myself and I didn't realize (laughs) how much I was still doing that to myself until I got through the clarity of this year instead of looking internally I was just looking at well what what you know that that phrase what is mine to do I wasn't quite using it properly Mm. like before you can say what is mine to do you have to decide like what's going on internally and what feels right for you that Mm. day yes yes anyway that's good that was was juicy (laughs) (laughs) that was good okay how would would I like like, yeah what do you want to feel like this time next year I a good one would like to feel just like a bounding energy it's been a year of just it's been a couple of years I've just been really tired (laughs) Mm -hmm. and a lot of it is this process of figuring out okay how do I rest what does restore me some of it's just like physical health priorities things like that Mm -hmm. um it all kind of comes together sleep right massive like I said we're really working on sleep this year um (laughs) But just to feel feel really energetic and feel significantly younger than I am. Like I feel older than I am right now, just in my energy mm-hmm. flow. It just mm-hmm. feels stodgy and backed up and stodgy. Stodgy. Yeah. Stodgy. I feel I feel and it's just to be honest, like I'm not over here being like, I feel amazing. Yay. Twenty twenty. Yes. I'm like, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> I'm super <laughs> tired. And you know, part of that is is dealing with circumstances of having to, you know, just be home all the time and uh, and not getting to, you know, like you said, like the gyms that are closed that, you know, there's all sorts of like little circumstances there, too. And then there's just mm-hmm. like the overall arching like need for me to continually be on this journey of figuring out how does Cassie rest and how does Cassie recharge um, and what does it mean? You know, what does that mean for mm-hmm. me and how can I keep pursuing that not just in the aggregate but like on a daily tiny basis like turn off the computer stop doing the things mm-hmm. <laughs> freaking relax <laughs> on a daily basis I don't even know how to do that I feel lazy when I relax like that's just the honest truth and it's it's a lie but it's how I feel mm-hmm. so a lot of that internal kind of landscape is definitely still needing to change and I'm I'm learning that this year for sure it was very Mm -hmm. easy for me to dip back into some unhealthy um yet very productive (laughs) periods this last year (laughs) and uh and just yeah just learning learning from that experience and applying it to this next year and feeling more energy is really what I want so Mm, yeah that's lovely all right friend well I think that's a wrap for our 2020 reflection Oh, man, I hope you guys take some of these questions and tell us. I would love to learn a little bit about you guys as well. Like, what what do you want to feel next year? Tell us. We want to know. We would love to hear more about what you guys feel around these because we thought, how how would we want to end the year for you guys? Like, if we were sitting around a round table and we were able to, like, sit and be in community with you, I would love to hear your guys' response, too. There's so much wisdom in this yeah. community. Well, I think we'll we'll queue up some questions on the podcast Instagram. So look for that. And we'll put all these questions in a list in the in the show notes for each episode, the ones that we answered for the episode. So you guys can know what to look forward to and then also hopefully spend some time in reflection yourself. Thanks guys. Thanks for being here. 
Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com. Or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode.